millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. There are so many apps out there. Okay, excuse my overemphasis here, but there are so many apps that it is easy to find yourself in a state of app overload. I surely haven't tested all the apps out there. That would just be absolutely crazy. But thanks to the show, I've had a firsthand look at so many that I think are worthy of a download and maybe, just maybe, a permanent place on your phone. I'm dishing a few of my favorites in this episode. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Money and tech have come a long way in the last five years. I can certainly remember before we even were using phones for more than just calling. 
And that is totally dating myself here. But I think it's also exciting to think about a world where every transaction takes place on our phone. For a while, I was really nervous about that. What would that mean for security? What would that mean for just overall money and spending in general? Because it makes it so easy. But this is definitely the way the world is going. And I think embracing the exciting part about it is a really healthy money step to take. And I always love doing these episodes and being able to share some of my favorite apps. You can head to the show notes for the links to all of these apps. They will all be there. But to start things off, I'm a big fan of a bunch of online banks. I love online banks. I have been so excited about the progress that online banks have made in the last few years, particularly so that you don't have to have your money with a traditional bank. And Up until a few years ago, this wasn't really a choice that you could make. You pretty much had to choose one of the giant banks or a credit union, and that was it. Those were your options. But online banks have come along, and they've really revolutionized the way that we bank. And I absolutely love it. I could go on an entire episode just about online banking, but my current fave is called Varo. I don't know if you've heard about Varo. I love that Varo has no-fee overdraft, no fees at over 55,000 ATMs, no foreign transaction fees, which when we're back traveling is definitely one of the reasons why I choose an online bank. And most importantly, of course, no monthly fees. So if you are still paying a monthly banking fee, stop, stop right now. I just read a recent article that said that the average person pays somewhere around $14 for their bank account. And there's absolutely no reason to do that. There really isn't. If you are paying a banking fee, you're going to figure that out on your statement. So go to your most recent statement, download it, take a look, see if you're paying a fee. And if you are, call your bank and say, I don't want to pay your fee. How do I get around paying the fee? Because it's ridiculous. You're just, you're paying them more money to keep your money. And I want to tell you something from friend to friend, they are making money off your money. I mean, this is just a way money works, right? but we don't need to give them more money than they already have. All right, I'm stepping off the soapbox. Another one of my favorites is called Aspiration. And this company is backed by a lot of celebrities because they have this green approach to online banking, which is super exciting if this is something you're really into. You get what they call a plant-friendly debit card. You earn 10% cash back on mission-based merchants like Tom's. And plus, your deposits won't fund fossil fuel exploration or production. A lot of the nasty things that banks do with our money when they're holding our money that we just don't know about it because it's really not public knowledge. But Aspiration is a really good green option if that is something that you're into. And just hint, all right? Again, I'm going to say this again. Many banks use your money to invest in things that you might not be okay with. It's just it's just business. It's just business to them. But as we say on the show, you vote with your dollar. So every dollar that you save and spend, you decide how you want to do that and who you want to do that with. If this isn't your thing, no biggie either, but be aware of what your money is doing, even when it's parked at a bank, because That's really important. That's how we start to change the system at large. And I think change the world is by making these really mindful, conscious decisions about 
every dollar of our money, whether we're investing it, whether we're putting it in a savings account or in a bank account, however we're using our money, the credit card companies we're using our money with. And you don't have to go all crazy on this. You don't have to uh, be the person that goes out and says, I don't like all this and I'm going to cancel everything. Don't do that, right? But I want you to have this awareness point of where your money's going and that you have a choice. You actually do have a choice. And that's really powerful when you start to utilize that option. At least I think so. Another one of my favorites is called Raise. And you've heard me talk about this a lot on the show. We've had the CEO Jay on a few times because I just genuinely love Raise. And I try not to talk about anything on the show that I have not at least explored in depth myself or that I don't use. But Raise is one of those apps I use a lot to buy discounted gift cards, and then I use them for purchases. So I'm buying a gift card, it's at a discounted rate, and then I'm using it to buy goods and services. So I'm saving money in that transaction. They're also really great with, if you have gift cards, a lot of us do just laying around the house and you're not gonna use them, you can actually sell them on Raise and get some cash and then use the cash for something else. I, if I have gift cards in the house, even if it's to a place that I don't really normally shop at, I'm gonna use it. That's just kind of my personality. It's kind of my MO. <laughs> so I don't tend to have them laying around, but I know a lot of people do because you're just like, I don't wanna buy anything from the store, but what do I do with this thing? And either you're gonna re-gift it to somebody or it's just gonna lay there. So why not actually turn it into, into cash? But the power of this is that when I make a buying decision like that, what I do is I save the difference that I would have spent regularly and send it to a goal. This is how you start to really transform your money. So if you wanna know one of the most powerful money tips, do this with your purchases and I I guarantee you that you're going to hit money goals left and right. So just last month, we were able to save an extra $100 in our investing account just by thinking differently about how we were spending our money and then being very mindful about taking what we were saving and putting it towards a goal. It could be paying off debt. It could be just saving money for a fun money fund that you can use and just blow on whatever. It could be uh, putting it in a house fund, it could be investing, could be absolutely anything. Your goals are just really personal to you. But I want you to remember the word pivot. I want you to remember that I told you, Shauna told you, always pivot. So ask yourself, can I spend my money on this purchase in a better way without losing my mind, without going cuckoo crazy with this stuff? But is there a better way I can buy this purchase and then take that savings and pivot to something else. It's a game changer. It really is. I can't put enough exclamation marks on that, but it is a game changer. Okay, so back to Raise. <laughs> well, the company behind Raise just came out with a new app called Slide that is already becoming one of my favorites. I had a chance to do a quick chat with Jay about Slide and really dive into it the other day. And I did a little interview and I'm just going to let him tell you about it and tell you about how contactless payments are really here to stay and how getting on board with apps is, again, one of the ways that you're going to really transform your money. 
In case somebody listening has not listened to our previous episodes, you're the CEO of one of my favorite apps that I like to talk about a lot, Raze. And I tell people I've I've been using this app even before you were on the show, but I have been able to save just a ton of money buying discounted gift cards. And I, again, I'm always telling people, like, if there's an opportunity to save some money, even if it takes a couple extra seconds, why would you not do that? So if someone has not listened to those previous episodes, I'd love for you to just give us a little overview about Raise. Yeah, absolutely. So Raise has been around coming up on eight years now, and it started kind of solving a big problem, which is there are tens of billions of dollars of unused gift cards in the U.S. every year. And so Raise was created with the idea of a simple marketplace where users could you know, get, get cash for their unwanted or unused gift cards. Uh, and on the flip side, consumers can come and buy those at a discount. Uh, and so that's that's effectively what the core of Raise started as and, and remains today is is a marketplace where people can sell their, their gift cards. And then uh, on the flip side, people can save some money. Uh, so that's the basics of Raise. We also have uh, a really simple product called Raise Pay, where you type in how much you want to spend, you get cash back for that. And just recently, we launched a brand new standalone app called Slide, which I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, you've come out with Slide. I took a few minutes yesterday to play around with it a bit, and I got really excited. The idea of earning 4% cash back using contactless payments, obviously contactless payments right now are are really important. I want to just start there for, for a second before we dive more into that. But how has this year really changed the way we pay for things? Yeah, you know, that's a that's a great question. Obviously, I've been a huge proponent of contactless. I remember one, one interview last year, I, I said, I think we'll be a cashless society in the next five to 10 years. And I kind of got <laughs> laughed at. But, you know, with COVID, it's, it's effectively been that tipping point that pulled forward contactless payments um, multiple years, you know, five plus years. And the net is it's become the go-to. You see some national retailers like, like Whole Foods and Starbucks actually going cashless at the majority of their stores. You see across all demographics, that was actually the really surprising one for me. Even, even the boomers, uh, which are too, typically slower to adopt technology, are some of the fastest at, at adopting contactless because really? you know, it keeps, keeps them safe. And, and you know, once they use it once or twice, it becomes pretty easy and they realize how, how simple it can be. So I think COVID in general has pulled forward contactless several years. What do you think is the holdup for a lot of people? I mean, is it the security side feeling like maybe, you know, I could be vulnerable to to theft or like what what's sort of the stopping point for people? I think I, I actually, you know, any of the apps that are supporting contactless are very secure, ranging from, you know, Apple Pay, Google Pay, of course, which are based on the phone. But any any you know app that is supporting it as well has lots of layers of technology built in for security. So I actually don't think that's the holdup. I think the biggest has been has been change. You know, people who right. have used you know, cash for years or even credit cards for years, they're just used to it. And that's what they're comfortable with. And so I think the big hurdle that we've seen is just getting people to try it for the first time. And once they try it, they're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Uh, they're hooked. And it just becomes so much easier. I know I've, I shared with you before, I, I do the check every time I leave my place. It's like wallet, keys, phone. <laughs> I can't wait to get to a point where it's just phone. Right. And, and and I feel comfortable and I'm ubiquitous where I can you know both unlock my door as well as pay anywhere using my phone and we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, even checking in at hotels now, I mean, that's like the way that we're doing it in COVID days is, is a lot of those remote check-ins with your phone. I think that's really exciting too, because I mean, who wants to carry around the uh, the hotel key anymore? 
exactly. And it's, you know, it's one less thing to worry about, you know, being in consulting for almost a decade, I, I had my share of lost keys and it's such a pain <laughs> to go downstairs. And so I love now when the default is becoming contactless and, and you just check in on your phone, there's no need to even stop by. You can go straight to your room when you get there. So I think we're, we're, we're on the very starting edge of seeing society transform in, into contactless everything. And it's really exciting. Yeah, I think it is really exciting. Uh, so tell me a little bit about about Slide. Like, how did the this strange number, like 4% cash back, like how did that uh, get derived? Yeah, it's a great question. So let me rewind. Uh, you know, I've been at Raise for almost two years. And, and just as I joined, we launched our, uh, our first new product, which was called Raise Pay at the time. It's now called Exact Pay. And that, that basically the genesis of that was to try to save time in the checkout process. And so, you know, when I was being recruited, I needed to take a trip and I booked it on hotels.com and I used raise gift cards for it in order to complete the transaction. I actually had to buy three gift cards and then pay the balance on my credit card. And it was great that I saved a bunch of money, but it was kind of a pain. And so the genesis of raise pay was really just taking steps out of the process. You could, instead of buying multiple gift cards, type in exactly how much you wanted and we would give you a code for that. Uh, and with very little fanfare and very little advertising of that product, it became a huge share of our business. And, you know, being the customer empathetic company that we are, we did lots of research and understood how people used it. And there was the net, there were, there were two kind of problems that we wanted to solve with it, uh, to get even further adoption. The first was, um, it was still relatively slow. I used to brag that it was less than 10 seconds. It's still a long time, especially right. if you're sitting at a register. And we wanted to solve that. We wanted to actually have this be a point of sale uh, compliant product. And, you know, there's a Chipotle across the street from my office. And I can tell you when there's 30 people waiting in line behind me and it takes 10 seconds, you just feel that pressure. And so we wanted to, we wanted to make that faster. And then the second thing that was confusing some of our customers was you know, that product was cash back. And we also had the discounted gift cards. And so it was just confusing that they could come to raise and they're like, wait, why are some cash back? Why are some discounted? And so we saw those two as very unique problems and we, we could have solved it by you know, fixing it in the raise app or actually launching a completely standalone purpose-built payments app that we could build a new platform on and make it much faster. And so that was the decision about six months ago was to, to build a standalone app. And, and that's what we did. We, we got it from that 10 seconds on race pay down to about two seconds or even faster if you've already loaded up your account. Uh, so it really is a viable point of sale product. And as for your question on the 4%, I mean, it really came down to economics. We wanted, right. we wanted it to be a consistent offering everywhere where, you know, you didn't have to wonder why some brands were at a certain discount and some were others. Uh, so we wanted one, you know, one number that was really easy to digest. And then the 4% came about because, you know, we wanted to be better than credit cards. You know, the best cashback credit card is in the 2 to 3% range. Generally, you'll see some category specific differences that may go higher. We felt, you know, going out with a 4% offering everywhere was really strong. Uh, and our customers have, have agreed so far. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. 
So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short-form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, 
serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. I I agree. I mean, I... Any percent cash back, I think, is a is a solid win. But four percent, like, starts to get me really excited. And I, I'm sure that there are some people listening that are thinking like four percent cash back. Like that just doesn't seem like a a lot of money. But walk me through a little bit. Like, how do those savings really add up? You know, if you start to use it everywhere for your everyday purchases, it starts to really add up. And you know, I'll just give you a day in the life of me. I will load up my DoorDash account and maybe I'll buy a hundred dollar card to do that. And all of a sudden I got some money in my pocket. I, you know, I mentioned Chipotle's across the street from my office. I, I go there maybe by lunch for a few people, start to get some money in my pocket and you know, have to stop at Lowe's to pick up some paint for patching later. And I get some money in my wallet. And those are just really three simple transactions that if you added those up is probably 10, 12, $15. And so you keep doing that over time, and as your frequency and use of the app adds up, it just you'll be shocked at how quickly the savings add up. And one of the big benefits we added inside was the ability to actually cash out. Um, so, of course, you can just apply your savings to your next transaction, or you could just put it in your Venmo or PayPal account, switch cash right away. So, um, it's really it's really a function of using it all the time. There are two other things we, we I should quickly mention though, which is if you top up your account, meaning you load a balance. Um, it gives you two benefits. One will give you an extra percent on that. So if you come in and you know, add $500 to your account, you get five bucks just for doing that off the top in addition to the 4% you'll save. Um, so that's one thing. And the second is we actually work with your existing cashback credit cards. We are a general retailer. And so you know, most of my cards actually offer one or 2% on that. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting cash for loading my account. I'm getting 4% back everywhere I shop, but I'm getting another percent or two on my credit card. That's real money. You know, imagine yeah. if you got a 7% raise on your paycheck. Right. That's real money. So uh, it adds up is, is the net. Yeah, I love that. That's like, it, again, it's like it gets my math brain excited. So tell me a little bit if you if you use Raise and you use Slide, like how do you use both of those apps to really work for your benefit? Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, effectively the, what, what I do, I, I, when I started to raise, I had a, a, literally a drawer full of gift cards that I didn't <laughs> want to use. And so I think it's, that's the case where if you've got unwanted unused cards, you come to raise, list them, and you can get cash in your pocket. We also, because of that marketplace, have about four or 5,000 brands on there. Um, and some of those are sourced directly from us. And most of them um, are actually coming from people like you and me. So you know, if, if, if it's a brand that's not on slide, chances are we have it on raise and somebody's selling a card. So you can really use raise in general, a huge variety, a huge assortment, you buy and sell your cards and it's a great part of your life. Um, I, I have actually found myself in the last few months since I've been beta testing and now using our production app, um, I, I'm using slide really for payments and okay. it, it is, you know, we cover roughly 200,000 stores with the, with the, the brands that we have launched already. And so, you know, everywhere around me, there's actually a nearby feature in the app. And so, I, you know, I'm debating what I'm going to eat or thinking about where I'm going to go. I literally would just pull out the app and and shop nearby and see what places I can go save four percent cash back. So, it's really become kind of my everyday payments versus raise is is more about you know planned purchases and selling some of the cards that I don't want. 
Yeah, I like that. So we've got all the niches covered there. Well, I'm curious, uh, besides Slide and Raise, since this is an episode about favorite apps, do you have any other favorite apps that, that you think we shouldn't miss out on? Um, yeah, I think I've, I've mentioned some of them before. I am a, I'm a huge proponent of, of online coupons. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I'm biased by saying come to Raise. We actually have a browser extension with coupons as well. So, you, you know, anywhere you shop, if we've got a deal, it'll, you know, highlight, you can, you can use it that way. But there are, there are tons of other sites out there. Um, I was a huge, I still remain a huge fan of Honey. Um, there, you know, we're a PayPal portfolio company, PayPal acquired Honey. So I, I, I use Honey as well. Um, Obviously, there's Rakuten, and then I do use sites like Wikibuy, which will actually monitor pricing. And mm. one, you can see what the price of certain goods have been over time, so you can know if it's going to go on sale. But also, you, you can actually track your purchases. And if you know some retailers who have a price match or 30-day price guarantee, if the price goes down, you can actually quickly see it and file to get your money back. So there are so many out there. Those are just a handful of the ones that I use regularly. Uh, but it's a good time with technology and savings, especially with you know, COVID retailers are out there trying to get more customers. And so there are lots of deals to be had now. So try a few out, obviously try raise and, and slide and find something that, that works for you. Don't drive yourself crazy with having to try every single app on the market, but find some that really work for you. Because as we said again, right, the, the, the cash back, no matter what the percentage is, it's just real money in your pocket that you can use to either buy things or, or like you can with Slide to cash out. And, and that's pretty powerful. Yeah, it really is. I've been, we, we quietly launched our browser extension. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, of course, I shop online all the time. And it will automatically notify me if there's a coupon. And if we've got a gift card to buy on our race pay product, you can do it right in line as well. And so literally it's all about, it's all about stacking. It's use the affiliate coupon, um, use, you know, use raise to get cash back on your, on your purchases and then use your cashback credit card. And all of a sudden you're saving money that, you know, you wouldn't have otherwise had. And either your dollar can go further. Maybe you get that extra night on your trip um, or you just, you know, save money for future purchases. So there's a lot of savings out there to be had. Again, the 4% cashback might not seem like a lot, but just like Jay mentioned, if you pair it with a cashback credit card, you're going to get a good return on your dollars. And then what's the magic word again? Pivot. Yes. Pivot that savings into paying off debt, investing, or just use that extra cash to help you pay your bills this month. All right. So hang in there with me on this one. My favorite app for creating a will and getting organized is Fabric. We had an episode on this early this year, but if you learn anything from this year, it's that shit can hit the fan any minute of any day. Sorry for the profanity. So why not be prepared? If you have stuff, you need a will. And it's totally silly not to create one with a free and easy app to use like Fabric. You can even apply for life insurance there. It's really a great all-in-one app. So I highly suggest you check it out. If you don't have a will, it takes just a few minutes. Why not do it? It's it's a total peace of mind thing. And it's also really a smart money move because money isn't just about growing and investing and saving our money. It's also about protecting what we have. So just my two cents on that. And lastly, I really wanted to not like acorns. I feel like they're everywhere. <laughs> and I just had this mental block quite honestly. But I have to admit it. I, I'm a fan. I mean, I I am a fan. They just keep coming out with new features and it's impossible to not like them. 
or at least check them out. And one of the features I love the best is invest, where you can invest spare change. It does really add up and you don't even feel like it's leaving your bank account. I think it's a great way to boost your investing dollars without feeling that sting of saving each month. Of course, you can always save more and you should save more, but to start out saving spare change is just a great way to get the ball rolling and to feel like you're tiptoeing in, but every time you look at your account, it's growing because more spare change is going in there. It's just kind of a brilliant money mindset thing that happens. And the pricing is very fair. It runs from a dollar to five dollars a month for all that they offer. And that's seriously cheap for helping you invest, helping you save for retirement. They've got a banking option. I mean, there's so many things. They just keep coming out with more and more options. So I highly suggest taking a look at Acorns and seeing if if if, if investing is your goal for this year and you're scared, and I understand why it's it can be really confusing. And the idea of losing money, I don't like it. So if that's where you're hung up, I'm right there with you. But when you do it with spare change, it's just different. And you can start to really get your hands around what's happening. And then maybe you might feel a little bit more comfortable putting a little bit more money in and a little bit more money in. So it's all about just starting the process. And I will say there, when I was thinking about this episode, there are so many apps that I love. I probably could have made this a couple hour episode, but I didn't want to bore you. I just wanted to give you like my top three, four, five apps that I really like, but I'll rattle off a few others that I that I really do love in case you want to check them out. You need a budget. We've talked about it on the show. You may have heard about it for budgeting. It's really great. It's robust. It helps you set goals and stay on track for your goals. But if you check it out and it's not really your thing, maybe it's a little bit more than you bargained for. Clarity Money is also great. It's an easy budgeting app, helps you see where you're spending your money in different categories, which is super, super important. Uh, Also helps you find ways to save money on utilities and other bills. So that's a great alternative to You Need a Budget. Simple also has a great online bank account and They have a budgeting feature that's really bundled together. So Simple is another one to check out. I mean, there are so many online banking savings accounts that I could talk about forever. They're all great. Just find one that really resonates with you that's going to meet your banking needs. Personal Capital, I don't know if you've heard about Personal Capital, but they are this amazing, robust money management app. So you can see everything. It's like this giant dashboard of everything that's going on with your money. It's very sophisticated, but easy to use. I would highly suggest it, particularly if you're in the phase of life where you're you're building wealth, you're really growing, you're investing, you got a few things going on with your money. I would definitely check out Personal Capital. And Spendy, Spendy's a new favorite of mine. It makes your weekly money hangout sessions a breeze because it shows you where and what you're spending your money on. They do all of the categorization for you without you having to lift a finger. So really, there's absolutely no excuse for you not to set aside 20, 30 minutes every week to figure out where your money's going. Are you tracking on your goals? Is there anything you need to change? With apps like this, they do all the hard work for you. You don't have to do anything but just look at the numbers and think to yourself, hmm, do I need to make any changes? Are there any big purchases coming up? Am I happy with how I spent my money last week? 
Is there a place I can move some of my money? Do I need to maybe call my credit card company and see if I could get a lower interest rate or one of my utilities to see if I could lower my utility payments? You just ask yourself questions based off the information that you that you found. And also Albert. Albert is great to help you see your cash flow, automate your savings, and you can even get advanced cash right away. They have a feature that's something that's really popular on a lot of apps now. So uh, I'd also check out Albert. They're, they're becoming one of my top faves, I would say. But my suggestion is just try out a couple of apps and then settle on your top three to five so you don't overwhelm yourself. And make sure you don't have two apps that are doing the same thing. This is a <laughs> a common downfall that I see with a lot of people that are like, I just can't use these money apps because too much confusion or, or info overload, it really leads to this complete money mindset breakdown usually. So you know the acronym KISS, right? It's keep it simple, stupid. Not that you're stupid, but it applies here. Don't make money more complicated than it needs to be. Use apps to make your life easier, to get a clear picture of where you're at, where you're going, where you're spending your money. Are you tracking towards your goals? Can you have a better banking experience? Can you get a better interest rate on your savings? Can you automate investing? All of these things can be done with apps. They literally do the hard work for you. So all you have to do is just go out there and earn money and kick butt and let these apps help really build wealth for you. So these are just some of my favorite apps, but I encourage you to find some of your own faves and then let them help you move closer to your money goals because you got a lot more to worry about in life than money. That's just my two cents. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC.